0: Welcome to the Push Through Podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Reeves. I'm a licensed professional counselor here in Atlanta, Georgia, with a private practice where I specialize in working with women as well as maternal mental health. Here on the podcast, we'll be discussing all things childhood, womanhood, and motherhood and everything in between. I'll be interviewing various women who will be sharing their birth stories as well as others who will be providing tips to help us be able to navigate this crazy world that we live in. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a quick chat with me. All right, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Push Through Podcast. I am joined with my friend, Candace, and let me do my introduction of Candace. So, (coughs) Candace (laughs) is a singer. She is an actress. She is a producer. She is a filmmaker. She is a writer. And she is an alumni of an HBCU. And you are a Southern girl, originally from South yes,
1: ma'am. Carolina.
0: Yeah. And she's also a Delta Sigma Theta yeah. member. Um, welcome, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Keisha, and Keisha, you really are hyping me up with that introduction. Like you really, truly are. <laughs> I thank you for manifesting those things into my life. But girl, you are. Thank you things. for hyping me up. They things. say that if your friends do not hype you up, they're not your real friends. <laughs> so
0: thank you, girl. But and you, you also are. Uh, um, you're a part of the beehive too.
1: So. I am, and I am not one of these new Beehivers. I have been a part of the Beehive since 1997, mm. the original Destiny's Child. So I'm not one of these new fans. <laughs> and I'm also not one of those fans that will worship Beyonce, call her Beezus. I'm also not the one oh, that'll God. make me like There's her. There's people that do that. Girl, yes, ma'am. You have people out here calling this woman Beezus. B E S U S. Oh, my God. But yeah, I am a part of the Beehive. I, I ride for. Beyonce, Giselle knows Carter. When she's wrong and when she's off, I'll let that be known. But, yeah, I'm
0: an original fan. Not new. So, the reason why I wanted Candace on the show is because... Oh, let me turn my... um.
1: My Girl, eyes. do not disturb.
0: I <laughs> oh, Excuse Keep me. Um, the reason why I wanted Candace on the show is, of course... Life has just been crazy, and it's nonstop mm-hmm. with the climate mm-hmm. of the country, being black, mm-hmm. um, being a resident, being mm-hmm. a, a mother, a woman, a mm-hmm. employee, a student. a student, all of the above. It's just a lot going on, so I wanted to mm-hmm. just do a fun episode where we can just talk about pop culture and yes. laugh, and just our thoughts on yes. random topics, and just have a great,
1: candid conversation. Yes. And I'm just so honored, Keisha, that you even reached out to me to do this because pop culture, that's something that I hold near and dear to me. And I also feel like pop culture is something that bring pop culture, it can bring sadness, but it can also bring joy as well. Yeah. To people. And we need that. We need a good laugh right now. Right. Right.
0: Um, so why don't we get let's do the sad first and then get to (laughs) the happy. So first, first topic. Chat with Bozeman. Where were you when you
1: found out? Okay. So, backstory with that. One of my friends um, from high school, he works for the UCLA hospital system. This was maybe last year sometime.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I didn't think anything of it, but he was like, Yeah, you know, I saw such and such coming out of this wasn't breaking his book, but he's like, I saw such and such coming out of. Um, this autoimmune deficiency center mm. but I'm not sure if he, were a, he, if he were a visitor or not and I'm like oh okay well hopefully he was just there with somebody and then a few years later he passed away so I actually was at this restaurant called Kima I think it's like a new Greek restaurant in Buckhead and my friend texted me and he said oh my gosh our hometown hero has passed away. He
0: was said, from South Carolina.
1: Mm-hmm. I said dot 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 who? He said Chazwick Bozeman. And it just completely caught me off guard because I also remember back in, it was right before COVID or right around COVID, he posted a video on social media, um, he was talking very about frail. injustice, et cetera. And yeah. I saw that he was a bit slender in the face and yeah. frail, but my mind went to, oh, he's just preparing for another role. Right. That's right. the first That's what I thing that too. came to my mind. Mm-hmm. So as I was doing my research, and saw that he was battling with this for the past four years, mm-hmm. this Negro was filming during some of his most monumental movies. Yeah. Like, so that just shows how selfless he was right? to do that. Mm-hmm. So, and my mind also went to, automatically, it went to his parents. Because no parent wants to bury their child. Yeah. And I, I'm not a mother but I've heard mother even my own grandmother she had to bury my uncle Mm. and she mentioned that losing my uncle was 10 times as bad as losing her own mother and Mm. I said wow so it just goes to show and I know this is very cliche life is short it is but again we have to watch how we treat folk we got to live in the moment and you never know what somebody's going through either you never know so this young man Gave of himself so selfishly,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: selflessly, excuse me, to the world. Yeah. And he left a lasting impact. And it's It's definitely sad. It's it's definitely, definitely sad. And we've just had so many other different losses in 2020. Yeah. So, Chad, with Bozeman Black Panther, that blew me. Yeah. And then that same night, you know, we always got to go do our little research, get on TMZ, see what article is talking about what. And I came across um, a video clip of him at St. Jude's mm, giving right. back, mm-hmm. and it was also the um, the rest of the cast of Black Panther, and they had a press conference there, and he was talking about how two of the kids that were a part of the St. Jude's Foundation they recently passed away, and he started tearing up. In my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know what's going through his mind, right. seeing that these kids have just transitioned due to, you know, a similar diagnosis of, it was, a lot was going through my mind. But to say all of that, we have to truly cherish each other. We got to love on folk. Mm -hmm. You never know what folk are going through. And life is short. Life is is very short. You know, we we think that we own it, but ultimately we do not own our own Mm -hmm. lives. We don't. Mm -hmm. So we have to, have to, have to treat people good and live life to the fullest. Right.
0: I had three takeaways. So to piggyback off of what you said, be able to treat people with kindness, um, there was one of the actors that recently came out, a black man, he was in the Five Bloods movie with him. And he was having an interview and he was saying that he felt bad because when they were filming, he saw these people always fawning around Chadwick. And he had said that he thought, oh, the fame has gone to his head. You know, he got all this entourage and these people or whatever. And he was saying now, in hindsight, they were taking care of him because Mm -hmm. he was ill. And Mm. he was like, and I hate that I thought that of him. I wish Mm. I would have, you know, not try to, like, judge a book by its cover. It's Mm -hmm. always something deeper than that. And that was kind of profound to me. And then also learning that he and his wife had just got married last year. Like, it, it was just... That seems so poetic to me. Like yes. you remember that Mandy Moore movie, A Walk to Remember? And she yes, she girl. had cancer. She had cancer and yes. she um told the guy, you know, don't fall in love with me because I'm not gonna be here forever. That's what it reminded me of, like a black version. Of a lot to remember. Like, I mean, she knew he had cancer when they started going together. And then he could have easily not have married her. But they married and she was at his side when he passed away. I just thought that, you know, they didn't have any children. But I thought that was so poetic. That
1: says a lot about her character, too, Mm -hmm. as a person. Mm -hmm. That speaks so many values in a positive way of course about her character.
0: Right, right. And then the (laughs) last thing that kind of sat with me was, like, despite having cancer he still like pumped out all of these movies and did black panther like we watched 21 bridges over the weekend and that was one of his last films and you could tell he was very slim his clothes were ill-fitting um really yeah but the acting was superb he was running in the film like you couldn't if you didn't know you you didn't know but it almost like related it was almost metaphoric to me to Today, like despite everything that's going on, despite the chaos,
1: mm-hmm. be
0: present and focus on the things that you love and that you care mm-hmm. about and not allow all of these external factors to kind mm-hmm. of dim that light. That's how mm-hmm. I took it. And I felt like it sucks that he passed, but at least like that message just stuck with me to be able to just get mm-hmm. through 2020.
1: twenty. Mhm. Mhm. Oh, um, Even when I still think about it. It's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I um to piggyback off of what you said regarding <laughs> the five bloods, Spike, we did an interview. And he was like, I didn't even know Homeboy was sick or ill. He mm. said, I had no idea. Mm. Ryan Cooper no didn't idea. know it either. So I'm going to assume that was his personal choice, not to let anyone know. Um maybe he didn't want anybody to feel sorry for him or yeah, have pity. I'm sure.
0: Or maybe they probably, you know, people do discriminate. They might have not have given him the Black Panther role had they known he had cancer. They So might Marvel have... didn't
1: know? No. Because I Marvel knew.
0: Ron Coogler said he didn't know.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. He said he was not privy to it at all.
1: So I wonder how, because they said that when he was filming, he was going to treatments and surgeries. I wonder how that worked because chemo... I've seen pe- people dear to me on chemo, and it takes you out for three days. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how that he's Superman to <laughs> even be able to film all of that stuff and to go through yeah those countless amounts of surgeries and chemo. It just it says a lot. I, right. I try not to question God, but I question that man every day. Lord <laughs> knows I do, but it just it doesn't make sense to me, and it's not supposed to make sense to us. Yeah, because we're not him. But it just I.
0: I don't get it. I don't. He's so I don't young. Get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. I don't get it. Like,
1: I do mean, not get it. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. you're making me low. <laughs> okay, I said let's start sad and then get into it. Okay, so moving on. Yeah. But R.I.P. R.I.P. Chadwick. R.I.P. My son is going to be Black Panther for for Christmas, for Halloween this year. <laughs> you are going
1: trick-or-treating in the midst
0: of all this. In, <laughs> in the house, trick or treat in the house.
1: <laughs> i like, I mean you gotta make a way yeah hide some candy improvise. in the yard but yeah you're probably going to see a lot of little kids boys and girls as black Panther. yes yeah yes ezra come on <laughs> okay
0: so next topic um <laughs> versus which was really cool how that first came e- out at the beginning e- of the pandemic um yes. Because it was something that uplifted our spirit. So, you know, like within black culture, we just love music anyway, in general. Um, Before we get into the upcoming verses, what were your takeaways from Brandy versus Monica? Okay. So, (laughs) Keisha, being that we're
1: talking about verses. Mm -hmm. And the Brandy versus Monica versus battle, that was my favorite. It really was. But before I give my commentary on that, I will say this. I think it was maybe April. It was one of the first ones. Teddy Riley and Babyface, right? Right.
0: Teddy had some like technical difficulties, right? He had
1: technical difficulties, mm-hmm. right? And social media everybody they were clowning Teddy saying Teddy you trying to do too much. You got technical issues. Teddy was trying to give us a show. Mm. Like camera action. So you know how now they have the two artists in the same room? Yeah. I bet you if they did that, if they did a redo of Teddy and Babyface, girl oh my gosh that would be so sickening so even though teddy did have some technical issues that baby face and teddy riley versus did you see it i watched bits and pieces of it it was everything and maybe because i love the whole nostalgia piece yeah but that teddy riley and that baby face versus battles was everything despite the technical difficulties i'm telling you if they had everything in order, and if they were in the same room, Teddy would have gave us a mother freaking show, <laughs> and they would have they would have broke the internet. I don't okay. I don't
0: remember any Teddy stuff other than like Black Street, like No Diggity. Girl, are you kidding me? I mean, all I know is Babyface. Girl, okay, so to, to the audience who don't know this, Candace is a lover of 90s. All 90s, oh, yes. everything. Yes, if girl. she could have been an adult in any other time period, <laughs> it would have been 1995 or
1: whatever. Girl, I should have been in my early 20s during the 90s. I'm so serious. Like, I should have been in college and somebody freak me. I'm so dead serious. Like in the early 90s. I'm so dead serious. My mama just had me in the wrong decade. But like Teddy Riley, when we're done. I will send you a list. His catalog is huge, no shade. But there would be no Swiss beats, there would be no Timbaland, there would be no Missy S producers if there were no Teddy Riley. Hmm. Like, girl, Teddy Riley made hits for Bobby Brown, girl. Yes, Teddy, it was together, it was mm. all the way together. But, um, anyways, the, the Brandy and Monica versus was everything. What I want to know is what caused Monica to agree to it? Because you know, initially Monica didn't want to do She said no. Yeah. Brandy did. So I want to know what was that dollar amount, if it was a dollar amount, but I really truly want to know what was it? Do you think they get paid for that? Huh? You
0: think they get paid for that?
1: I'm not sure. I'm just talking, but I, I'm trying to figure out, okay, Monica, and I'm glad Monica, that you agreed to do it because it was everything. Yeah, But, who, who had you do it? Like, what? <laughs> who, who gave you that motivating force? But anyway, so Brandy and Monica, you and I both, Keisha, we were raised on Brandy and Monica. Mm-hmm. We practically grew up with them media. because I think Brandy came out in, what, 94? Monica was, what, 95? Yeah, yeah. So, and I really also feel, yes, they did have their beef, but I also feel like the media enhanced that. Yeah. So, I don't want to say there was a winner. I really don't because they both had bops during the versus battle and some of monica's hits i even forgot that she had that in her bag like i truly forgot it and i was looking at some of the commentary during and afterwards and they were saying oh they were so shady maybe it's just me personally i could not pick up on the shadiness maybe i was just so enamored by what was taking place because i feel like that was history that we were witnessing right but i could not pick up on the shade i felt like they were Appreciating each other. I agree. And with Brandy, um, Brandy she's she's awkward, and I love she is Brandi, awkward, but she's she's awkward. She is awkward. So if people thought that some of her mannerisms were shade, or some of her comments were shady. That's just who Brandy is. Right. And you got to be a fan slash And She's the an awkward girl. And then Monica, my I don't know them from a can of paint. They were saying well Monica was being real stank, she was making facial expressions. Even be though as it may, maybe that's just who. Who she she is, is. yeah. I don't know, but I couldn't pick up on the shadiness. I promise you I couldn't. Everybody else was like, well, Candace, you just probably weren't paying attention. And I'm curious to hear what you have to say about it, Keisha. But I felt like they were both appreciating and honoring and admiring each other. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like a look back
0: for them. Like appreciating each other's records from the past. Yes. And being able yes. to look back on their own stuff that they had from the past. Because, I mean, like, yes. how often would
1: anyone just sit there and go through all of their biggest hits? Right. Right. So, like, so it was it was good. It was amazing. It was not just good. It was amazing. Um, and I actually went back and I watched it twice the very next day on Instagram <laughs> Live. Because I'm a Brandy fan as well. Brandy is in my top five female vocalists. Wow, your top Vocalist. five? Brandy's in your no. top five? Girl, I, I got my reasons. I got my reasons. <laughs> not 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 entertainers, but vocalists. Girl, vocalists? no.
0: I mean, I'm not. I'm not taking anything He's from her. I think me? I think Brandy has a great voice, but my top five, my of all time, my top five, nah. <laughs> okay, I'm just curious, and I'm we're getting off subject.
1: who's your top five female vocalists?
0: Oh my gosh. Well, you know, like I like different types of music, so um, I sent you. Aretha Franklin um Mary what is this song Mary? Mary Mary Can You Wait? Mary Can You Whatever that whatever the gospel song is.
1: Mary don't Mary Don't You Eat. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Mary Don't You Eat. Mary Can You Wait. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that was That was from, random. That was from her um, Amazing Grace live album. So Aretha Franklin, Etta James, Anita mm. Baker, Sade, and who would be my fifth singer? Oh my gosh, because there's a lot. Like it's probably somebody that, I mean, I love Patty LaBelle. Um, there's so I many <laughs> Like old people. like there, for example,, um, in comparison to like singers that there are today. Mm-hmm. When, when Aretha Franklin was recording that album, it was a live album. She was in the back of the church eating some chicken. And they were like, um, it's time for you to go on. And she just goes out and just sings us I mean, she just wails the song. You know, there was and no... eating some
1: chicken, like, she yeah, had to clear her throat in nothing. There
0: was no, la, 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 can you hit this no please? Can we do this thing? <laughs> there, was, there was no, let me get hit me them. some... Yeah, let me get some hot lemon tea. Nothing, like, just from zero to 100. And I felt like that is wow. an authentic... when you can just wail it out, just get it out. Um, Yes. And it's not to say that Brandy's not that at all.
1: Right, right. But I mean,
0: like, in just comparison to just how, like, R&B has changed and how back then it don't matter how you look, it didn't matter about your brand, if you could do choreography, can you sing, period. Yep.
1: (laughs) Yep. And I sort of kind of wish that it was still like that today because you have so many underrated singers that should be here, right? should be at the top of the charts, but they aren't. You got homegirls on the charts. You got some bops, you know, mm-hmm. some nice beats. It was produced nicely, but, like, vocally, they don't have it. For no. example, Jasmine Sullivan should be huge yeah. right? Jasmine has a beautiful voice. Beautiful voice. Huge. Faith Evans should be bigger than what she is right mm-hmm. now, you yeah. know? So... And I've even told you still like how it was back then today. I I I told you
0: that I saw Elle Varner at Essence Festival live and she blew me out the park. L? L Varner. Yep. Can I get a
1: refill, L?
0: Yes. Live. Really? Yes. Yes. Beautiful. She wasn't
1: singing over a track.
0: Nope. Live. She had
1: guitar in hand. (laughs) Oh, so she's multi talented. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Really? Yeah. yeah, and it's like no shade to all of these. I don't know what you call those airy voices, like your Janae Aiko, your Sierra, your Aaliyah. Those they are
1: vocalists. No, they are. I mean,
0: I think that they can hold a note. I think that they're pretty. Yep. I think that they have a, a following. They have their own style. Mm-hmm. But as far as like yep. eating some fried chicken and going to go see <laughs> the National You just fried
1: chicken reference, Keisha. They couldn't do but that. But no, like, you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But anyways, I got us so off subject. I know, right. So, so Brady how you feel about the Brady and Monica versus? Because I know you stand for Monica. I love Monica. You you I love her voice. Her. Well, why I stand
0: for Monica is, and I'm just talking about Monica as an artist. I'm not talking about all the other stuff, which we'll get into. That um, entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I'm from Georgia. I'm from the south, so I love to hear yes. Monica talk. I love I love the Southern Twain. Love it. Yes. Um sometimes kind of girl. I can turn mine on, turn it off. When I go home to Millichville, it is much, much thicker. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I love that about her. I love that Monica has always pretty consistently been the same person, I feel like. Like it's okay. never Seem like she has changed. And I love her voice. I feel like she has a very strong voice. She was on, I don't know if it was the NAACP Awards or what it was. But she was doing, like, a tribute. And I remember she wore this beautiful Steve McQueen gown. And maybe hmm. it had been, like, a Stevie Wonder tribute. If I find it, I'm going to send it to you on YouTube. Please do. And she just came, blew out the song, walked off the stage. Like amazing and i think that both of them like when boy is mine came out both of them combined um were amazing what i would have loved more about the verses if it had been like what you said teddy riley's 10 intentions were if they both were singing because even like at the end when they finally did boy is mine brandy was like throwing in some notes but monica lip-synced the whole song and did and I would have liked to ended, like hear and I don't know if it's because like we well, y'all ain't paying me so I ain't gonna sing or what it was I don't know why but I would have loved to like hear some more vocals versus just I can play I can get on title and, and pull up your songs <laughs> I want to hear you sing <laughs> and
1: that's that that's that but yeah I, I, um now that you bring it up she didn't like she was just Brandy was trying to do notes yeah. And- Get Monica, but Monica was like, "Okay, girl, it's over. Right? Bye. Yeah. Deuces. Yeah. seen the desert. Like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Maybe she was just over it. I don't know. And maybe that's just who she naturally is. That's not an excuse, but I see what you're saying. It would have been more. Um, it was still everything. But if they would have really truly went full out and performed a Boy Is Mine," it would have set everything off. Because oh, wow. that's what I was expecting, actually, for them to do that
0: right that would have been nice I had um someone had told me so my brother and I was having this discussion about Brandy about how big Brandy was back then and how she had Moesha she had a Barbie doll she was in Cinderella she was in Double Platinum with Diana Ross and um, about that, that movie. she was in I Know What You Did last summer she was like killing it killing it killing it but Monica never went mainstream and it was like but why why not? And um they had told me that she said that she basically wasn't about that life, like she didn't want that for herself. I she kind that. of liked the status that she was, which brings us into our next topic mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. um her and the whole situation with C Murder, Master P, the baby mama. <laughs> All of this, you know, going on. Of course, like we're just, we're just spectators. We don't know any intel. We don't know these right. folks' business. We just, right.
1: from what it has been posted, <laughs> right, right. So, like you said, disclaimer: we do not know them from a can of paint. It's just our personal opinion. Um, I have, see, I, I have so much in my mind regarding that situation, and so much that I want to know. So we all know that Kim K. She has jumped on board to try to free um, Corey. Corey, right? Corey yes. C. Murder Miller? right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And I don't know, did you watch the No Limit Chronicles on BET, that docu-series? No, I didn't. It's actually really good. I think it's five parts. It's really good. And uh, Master P, he's like the ultimate businessman. Diddy who? But um. Hmm. so anyways, watching that, C. Murder, that man is innocent. Like C. Murder is innocent. But the county that he was tried in, it was a racist, all-white jury. He already had a name for himself. They found that man guilty. And the guy who testified against C-Murder, he even came back and recanted his testimony. Mm -hmm. He was like, you know, I basically lied because I was scared that I was going to get jail time. Wow. Yeah, so C-Murder is definitely innocent. It's just due to his affiliation they put that man behind bars. We see that happen all the time, but right. our communities teach shit. Right. We see that all the time. But, so, of course, Kim K, she's coming out now. She's trying to help free him. And shouts out to Kim K for doing whatever she's doing to get these people free. Like, I'm, I'm not a fan of the Kardashians, but if she's able to free innocent individuals, I'm all here for it. I'm all here for it. But anyways, um, I want to know, is this now the reason why monica is being vocal about it because kim k is i don't know yeah and a few weeks ago she posted these throwback photos of her and C murder just basically showing her love and her affection to him and this is just my personal opinion but the block is hot so me personally i will keep that to myself until we make sure that things go as planned so we don't have to Put light on our relationship like why are you doing this now it's right you have an album coming out like who I, I don't know her method behind it maybe it truly is genuine I don't know but I feel as though that her PR person or whoever does her PR should have been like all right let's let's just chill on this for a second yeah let's wait to see how everything goes with his case and then you can show your love and affection for him so she did that 48 hours later here comes Percy Miller That's Master P's name, right, Percy? Right, yes. Here comes Master P, Percy Miller, basically stating, yo, Monica, we don't even know you. Mm -hmm. So where are you coming from? Mm -hmm. And that's making Monica look a little sketch, even though we know Monica has a lot of love and admiration for C-Murder. I feel like she is very genuine with trying to get this man free. But Master P was just like, we don't don't know you. Then 24 hours later, homegirl... who well, I guess is his actual girlfriend who has kids by him, who visits him in the prison every week. She, and I think I screenshotted you that photo. You but did. she posted a photo basically stating, you know, where were you, you know, a few years ago? I stayed five minutes away, but you got to sneak in and try to, um, you know, ploy his kids in and all this other type of mess. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Monica. Right. Girl, like why? And what I don't want to happen I don't want all of this mess to overshadow the true goal at hand. Right. Which is freeing this innocent man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And another thing,
1: knock on wood, and I'm not being a pessimist, but I pray to God that when this man is free, I pray to God that things go in Monica's favor and that he's not <laughs> using her for the name. Right. I mean, do I you
0: really think that
1: it's romantic between the two of them? Girl, go to make. I don't know if she took the pictures down, but go back and look at her uh, IG profile. Pictures about two weeks ago right after the versus battle, right before the versus battle. Mm-hmm. Girl, they were like, throwback, I'm in love with you. This is my, you know, my forever love. Really? Uh, yes. And you know he was 10 years her senior. So hopefully she was 18 when they were dating. I'm just saying, but um, she still got him. But I don't know. I just, I feel like Monica's heart has been broken so many times, and you can just tell, you know, in her music and all of that. But I just really hope that when he is released and when he is free, things work out in her favor because she loves that man. Because if it were me, and if I was riding hard for a negro got this man free, and then all of a sudden, um, yeah, thank you for everything, but I'm going back with my baby mama. Yeah. Oh, somebody gonna be on fatal attraction. So, (laughs) I don't know. I'm gonna cross
0: my fingers and hope that it's like, I just pulled up the picture that she posted. I'm hoping that perhaps it's not romantic. Just because I would hope that they wouldn't be fighting over a man who's been locked up since 2002. <laughs> and I'm just, you know, like aside from him getting to be free, cause it just reminds me of like some loved after lockup stuff or whatever. <laughs> yes. I was thinking that. Yeah. Yes. yes. And so, I mean, I hope, I mean, I just hope like, like you said, the the main mission is for him to get out and it's, I hope it's not getting lost in translation of baby mama fighting with a celebrity and, and all of that nonsense. Um, and if, if, Monica had to reach out to Kim and and get people to get on board whatever the case may be for it to just be done like whatever but right. I just hope that it's not that because we even talked about like we wonder about Monica and her track record of men and I feel like she's a great mother from yeah. her Instagram and how she is so there for her kids and I've I've never really watched TI Family Hustle Mm-hmm. but just like some of the stuff that she has shared about her recent divorce from Shannon mm-hmm. and it's like she mm-hmm. wants to be loved and I remember do you remember when she had her first reality show it had first came out I forget what the song was or what the album was but she was with Rocco back then and they were like getting a house built together and she had ended up breaking up with him mm-hmm. it was on like a peach tree TV that was the station it was on do you remember that
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay. I vaguely remember that. But after this, you're going to make me go on YouTube and Google. But, okay. Her, her track record with men, it's, it's not the greatest. I mean, mine isn't either. But I just knew that with Shannon Brown, I'm like, okay. This yeah, is I it. thought that like, was last time there. Yeah, me too. Me too.
0: I thought it what was happened? definitely on some come up stuff like some Sierra and Russell. Ooh. And that's the come up. Yeah. Which brings us into our next topic of Kanye. Which Girl. I know that Kanye is kind of been a topic that people are may or may not be exhausting, disgusting, you know, from here and there. And, and not that he's done anything like out of the blue. I think like when he was running for president, it was just like shaking my head, oh. like, oh my gosh. But um <clears throat> and for backstory for people who are listening, Candace is also a therapist. Um, she's a licensed professional (laughs) counselor. (laughs) I am just my bus stop. (laughs) Um, so what are what are your thoughts about Kanye?
1: Okay, so and I also think it's
0: interesting to have your thoughts because you are a church going person, and I'm more so spiritual, and I don't frequent church. So at least like you'll have that that different perspective about it, you know. Since he's been having this whole thing in Wyoming and all that stuff.
1: Right. So, okay. So, speaking of being like a church-growing person, my mother calls it a sinning Christian. Hello. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I know I'm going to heaven, crossing fingers, but honestly, Keisha, like, I'm more so, and I do go to church, but I'm more so spiritual as well because certain pieces, when it comes to religion and the actual church, I side-eye it a little bit. Mm, mm-hmm. I, I really honestly do. But, so... I'm trying to choose my words carefully
0: mm-hmm. because
1: I don't want to sound as though that I don't have a heart. But from the therapeutic and from the clinical side, yeah. he definitely does have, well, he's been clinically diagnosed as bipolar right. 2, right? Or right. bipolar 1? I think it's bipolar 2. Bipolar 2. So it's evident and it's clear that he definitely has some stuff going on from an emotional and mental standpoint. He's mm-hmm. been clinically diagnosed. Mm-hmm. So he does need some help. He really, truly does. However, Comma, mm-hmm. he will not get a pass for his behaviors mm-hmm. and for the things that come out of his mouth. I just, I just, I can't. And I loved me some Kanye West from 2002 mm-hmm. until College Dropout. a and Heartbreak album. What was that? 2009? Yeah, 2008, 2009. Yeah, like shortly after Donda, his mother passed away. And that's when I I feel as though things went downhill, but I I really don't want people to say, well, oh, he has a mental health diagnosis. This is why he's acting the way that he is. Okay, yeah, but still, that should not be his crutch. He shouldn't get a pass because of that. For this, this man knows exactly what he's, with, with regards to certain things, and certain things that come out of his mouth, he knows what he's doing and what he's saying. Like, he right. really, truly does. He is sick, though. Yeah. He does need some help. But I don't think it's to the point where, oh, all of my behaviors, we can blame it on my mental health diagnosis. Because if you can formulate a plan to run for president, have A through Z, lined right. out, yeah, can fundraise, can do one through Z, something something is clicking yeah even though there are some other things that aren't clicking but something is clicking and i i don't i don't know him i'm not his clinician but there is something that he is running from and trying to receive right i don't know what it is i really truly don't know what it is and going to you know the spiritual piece of things um we already know a lot of black folk. We don't seek mental health treatment because the church. Yes. The church says, "Lean on God," but people fail to realize that God does place people in your your environment and <laughs> mm-hmm. these different resources to give you that help. And a lot of people, especially a lot of old folk, they don't look at that. Um. So I kind definitely needs prayer. Yeah. And that's something. It's something spiritually. That's not right. Right. And I know he holds these Sunday services. I commend that as long as it's bringing people closer to God and it's not making a mockery or being blasphemous. Right. And that whole I man's walk of life, I mean, his walk with God, because I'm not him and I would never try to judge anybody's walk with Jesus because that's his plight. He may be closer to God than I am. Hell, you never know. <laughs> but... Him having him being clinically diagnosed with bipolar. I feel like that should not be an excuse for his behaviors and for the right. things that he says. And I will stand corrected if I'm wrong, because I don't know the Kardashian family. And I'm not a wife either, not yet. But research the state of California, the Baker Act. Yeah. There's grounds for him to be involuntarily committed, money or not. But money does talk. Right. Money talks, Keisha. Yeah, you true. know that. So I don't know who are within his close knit network aside from the Kardashian clan, but this man needs some tender lever care, and he yeah. should not be on the campaign trail trying to warn for nobody's president of the United States. Like mm. he just shouldn't. And that whole comment about slavery was a um, a choice was a choice. Yeah. I've heard different people say, well, he didn't mean it that way. He just used his words. No. You know, in the wrong way. (laughs) Kanye. Because he even threw threw Harriet
0: Tubman under the bus. He even had negativity to say about Harriet.
1: Exactly. So you, you mean to tell me you a young black man from Chicago, Illinois, right? Take away your fame. Take away who you're married to. Take away your wife. Let's just say you homeboy trying to get on in Chicago as producer. You get racially profiled by the cops. You will be the main one trying to get us to start a, a movement, start a march, do a hashtag. So I think this fame and this money gets to people sometimes mm-hmm. as well. But Kanye, like at the end of the day, yes, you are Kanye West, but strip away all that other stuff. You are still public enemy number one in America. Yeah. A black man. Yeah. I mean you just are. Yeah. So
0: I don't think he sees it like that. Like that it also it reminds me of that um uh, that uh song Jay-Z had out, the OJ Simpson song. hmm And mm-hmm, he was mm-hmm. saying um, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Like that reminds me of Kanye. And even like if yeah. we if we look at it like from a, a mental health standpoint, all of all of the things that He's displayed. He has religiosity. He yep. has yep. grandiose. He um, disorganized thoughts. All his Twitter
1: <laughs> comments Clint-
0: Clint- <laughs> that he be putting out there. Um, he often is delusional, um, yes. pressured speech, um, yes. just erratic, all of that. And I think that he's surrounded by yes people. Because we know that you can be a functional person in society with bipolar disorder. Jennifer yeah, Lewis yeah. talks about how she has bipolar disorder. She's kept great jobs. She's on blackish. They're about to have a yep. spinoff, oldish. And oh, really? she, yeah. And she's doing good, you know? And I just feel like I feel like, yes, a good part of it is his diagnosis, but a large part of it is also like he knows that he is bipolar and not wanting to take that step to get treatment for it. And then I also hate all of the yes people because speaking of religious, um, I've heard some people who are churchgoers who said that man is not mental health. He's just gotten saved or... You know, I think it's wonderful what he's doing with the Sunday mm. service. You know, that's just Jesus. And and I don't think that there's anything wrong with what he's doing with the right. Sunday service. I think that that's great. And maybe it's a great outlet for him. But it's not to overlook the fact that he is having a crisis. Yep. And I even, like, canceled myself. And I'm not into cancel culture. But <laughs> Chance the Rapper, when he said, why can't this man run for president? I think he would be a great president. W-T-F.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you, you tried it, Chan. You, you tried it, friend. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I, that caught me off guard. <laughs> that, that that caught me off guard. Like, and this is the same man, Keisha. Speaking of president, this is the same man in 2005 standing right next to Mike Myers for the Hurricane right. Katrina. Mm-hmm. Talking about Bush. George Bush is not like black people. Yeah. What? Yeah. But yeah, you you praising
0: Donald Trump. Trump? Are you
1: kidding me? Right, right. Are you you can't be serious? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why I mean we like you said it's a textbook case mm-hmm. of having an episode. It's a textbook case. It's classic. Yeah. I'm just curious. Of course, we will never know because we're not there. But like, what do you think the Jenners and the Kims like? How do you feel they are handling this matter? Do you think they really are trying to get this man some help? Or is it a... It's a booster for us. Ratings.
0: I think, which, I mean, kind of goes into, like, we had talked about, or when I had texted you, their show is coming to an end. And they're having their final season. I felt like, for sure, a lot of things that happened in the past was ratings boosters. Like, um... Lamar, remember when he almost died when he was found at that brothel and Chloe was there, or Caitlin when she was Bruce and she became Caitlyn mm. or um, Rob and his mental health and how he was mm-hmm. with Ch- Black China and their toxicity mm. of a relationship um or even Girl. with Scott and his alcoholism. I think that definitely like all of that for all of them has been like ratings. and they'll say, this is our real life, this is our real life. But I do feel like with Kanye, they haven't shown as much, or even talked about. I mean, I don't watch the show anymore to really like say say. Girl, I have not watched it. <laughs> I used to back in the day. I did used to watch it, but
1: I haven't watched <laughs> it in years. So I don't feel I like I don't they know. should. I don't feel like they should display any of that. I mm-hmm. really don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, we already see it enough. Yeah, but I just don't think they should.
0: Mm-hmm. No,
1: it's sad. Like Keisha, Kanye West was here right he was like the end all be all rappers like right. okay i'm gonna throw a wrench in there do you feel if he were not married to kim k his situation emotionally and mentally would be different than what it is right now I'm no just curious
0: and i don't really play into that whole thing of oh the kardashians like cast these spells on black men i feel like okay. these black men choose to be here And that's their choice. And I feel like Kanye was going to be bipolar regardless. Um, Donda passed regardless. And perhaps that triggered his diagnosis. And I even remember um, his past girlfriend. She used to be on this show, this reality TV show that came on BET. I can't think of the name of it. But she had short hair. She looked just like Carrie Hilson.
1: Her name was like Keisha. Was her name Keisha? I
0: don't know. I can't. I don't know, but she has said when they dated, he was very insecure and he always Mm -hmm. wanted her to like validate him. He always wanted her to be at the show. Um, Her reassuring him meant so much to him. And I believe that, like, I felt like that showed up even with Kim. I think that there was just always, I don't know if it was because he didn't have a father or the mental health or Mm -hmm. how he was raised or whatever, But I think he was going to be who he was going to be regardless. But I will say this. I do dislike how people always characterize him as a genius. I do not feel like he is a musical genius. You know who I do feel like is a
1: musical genius? Why?
0: I feel like Quincy Jones is a musical genius.
1: Girl, yes. And a girl. Did you see that documentary on Netflix? But yeah,
0: he is. I saw that (laughs) documentary on Netflix of Quincy Jones. And it was like his catalog, even how he did the whole score for the Color Purple, of uh, for the Wiz, yeah, like all of that. Um, Michael Jackson's yes. Thriller album, yes. all of that, like back to back. Even like white artists, I didn't even know how he could do. He can go from an orchestra to a R and B album to a rock yep. album, like yep. all
1: of it. Lay it down. That man
0: is a musical genius. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he
1: is. He is. He is. Like I said, he runs his mouth. Cause he was telling everybody this. He sure and was. Him too. He was telling, like, who shot Kennedy and everything. <laughs> right, but, like, what? he's, a, what, an 80? He's over 85, right? I think. Yeah, he is, yeah. What, why would he have a reason to lie, though?
0: I he agree. Said, like, right. Because they, they don't have, like, remorse when they get older.
1: Girl, right girl, but the part that really took me out was when he said Michael Jackson
0: was spilling other people's songs. He did, I believe that. I do, I do. I'm- okay, so next topic let's talk about um, Bishop John Gray.
1: Oh, girl, <laughs>
0: and for people who don't know about Bishop John Gray, so he is a pastor, he's Ugh. what late 30s, early 40s, would you say? And girl. He's in Houston. He preaches at Joel Osteen's church, and um, I first remembered him because he had his own show on OWN,
1: mm-hmm. and I
0: actually liked the show when it came on. I thought, like, mm-hmm. oh, he was, like, young, and his wife is, and, you know, they're black at, at a Joel Osteen's church, and my mom used to be a Joel Osteen fan until Hurricane Harvey and all that mess, but... He ain't letting <laughs> the people in his church. <laughs> right. How you, gonna lock, hmm. how you gonna lock church, Joel? <laughs> right, don't let the doors on the people who we'll probably put money in your pocket. Right, um. But anyway, so but then I had heard last year that he had had an emotional affair. He said he didn't have a physical affair on his wife, and it was what because of a lot of the things that he experienced as a child, and basically oh, like he what? felt unattractive in his youth, and here was this person giving him some attention, and but what really like bothered me. Is I don't know if he was on, if he was on the real or what he was on, but he was saying how the real it was the real how his wife had covered him and you know she raised him up and she poured into to him and he'd taken her through the storm and drug her through the mud but she mm-hmm. still been there and it just sounded so selfish <laughs> like mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. and his wife was also very. Um, defensive of him Mm. as well Mm -hmm. and came Mm -hmm. for people and this is Mm -hmm. literally just last year so now like what a week or two ago something came up again and what was also triggering about this new lady who came up was he was bashing his wife to the new woman with his kid in the car
1: Yep, disrespectful yeah
0: okay so Candace what you think
1: <laughs> okay so <laughs> I am not a relationship expert know, I have to put my disclaimer out there <laughs> um, I, I, have, I have so much to say about this man and this situation it's always three sides to the story his story her story and the true story mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I have you know looked at so many different sermons of his that have gotten me through they have spiritually fed me they really truly have. So I'm not saying he's not a man of God. Because, again, I can't judge his walk with life and when with God, I can't. Mm-hmm. But what I can say is this. He's a trash-ass husband. <laughs> he sure is. <laughs> and, you know, going back to that piece of, you know, I've dealt with a lot in my childhood. I didn't feel appreciated. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like, that, that's why. Mm-hmm. Um, And then his wife, I remember, I'm going to send you the clip, too, after we're done. When he... Cheated the first time, he apologized to the church Mm -hmm. and his wife, I think her name is Aventer. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure. Aventer. She actually um, came after him and was basically using uh, the homegirl he cheated on her with, emotionally cheated on her with, as a scapegoat, basically stating that I'm not going to allow you to break up our marriage. This is bringing us closer together. Girl, you're in a state of denial. Mm. Like, you're in a state of denial. And me and one of my friends, we were talking about this. I'm like, well, you know, maybe she's just truly, deeply in love with him. And he was like, no, Candace, she is not in love. She is in lack. And I'm like, oh, true story. He's like, she's lacking something. And she's just trying to truck it along and be there for him and be there with him through it. Now, granted, love is a very powerful drug. Right. Love can make you very happy or it can make you sick. And when you've been with someone for that amount of time, you're in the public eye, I'm pretty sure she wants to make her marriage work. And knock on wood, I pray to God that I never have to experience this. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not in her shoes. And I, I do pray for her, I really do. But, you know, maybe it's one of those things, I want to make my marriage work. We're going to make this thing work. Right. You know, um, I'm, I'm going to allow God to bring us together and get us through this. So remember a few minutes ago when I said yes i, I am spiritual I do go to church but I side out of church yeah so one of the things that I side out of the church with my personal opinion you know the black church we turn they turn their nose up at homosexuality drugs etc but when it comes to infidelity let God work it out mm, mm-hmm. let God bring y'all together because mm-hmm. it's, it's been a lot of pastors that we know of, my former pastor, some infidelity, granted, yeah. nobody's perfect. Yeah. They're not perfect. Right, right. But girl, look at Pastor Jamal Bryant.
0: Well, no, better yet, Candice Martin Luther King.
1: <laughs> Hello. Yeah, Keisha. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? And I, I oh, girl, girl, and I thank him for the dream because if it were not for him, right, we would not be where we are today, Keisha. So right. I do mean, thank him for that, and I, I know we're not trying to take his legacy. We're not, but blue, I mean, it's like you it.
0: said, like these people are flawed. We're all flawed. We yeah. all are flawed people, and yeah. I think, like to your point, with the church being able to recognize this and how. You can just not brush it to the side or put it under the rug. Like, these are real things that happen. Exactly.
1: These are real things that happen. So, you know, I understand the peace, to a certain extent, allow God to work things out. But when it comes to this, it, it's just it's just too much. Mm-hmm. And another question, all right. His wife, she was the victim first go round. Mm-hmm. She was. it's happening again is she now a volunteer Mm. Mm. or is she still the victim now my heart does go out to her don't think i'm i don't want people to think i'm insensitive because at the end of the day i am still a woman i have been cheated on i would never want my husband to cheat on me you need to go on a sabbatical yeah i don't think he wants to step down like john you can be an amazing man of god you probably really could be but some folks don't need to be married right you just you just don't need to be married yeah like seriously and get the help that you need. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you're not happy where you are, you're not happy. Right. It's not okay what you're doing, but if you're not happy, you're just not happy. And then for you to be that disrespectful, to talk down about your wife to another woman with your son being in the car, mm, mm, mm. oh. Mm. that speaks values. Mm. that speaks so 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 that is like the lowest my thing is this (laughs) um I feel as though that he should step down from the pulpit if he hasn't already I know the last article that I read he was like apologized but wasn't trying to step down right so pastor John Gray I I feel like you should get the help that you need um I will pray for you as well because no telling what that man is going through yeah you know no telling what that man is going through but at the same time all that stuff you got going on mentally and emotionally i feel like that's a crutch as well when it comes to cheating right. no that's you're not because if you want to
0: be out there just be out there just live live your life be your authentic self but exactly. don't be selfish don't be holding somebody up in a relationship with you mm-hmm. that they think that you are being committed and you're not don't be standing up there on stage Preaching about morality and you're not living yep. it. Just be yourself. If you want to have these women, have them. Go on, do it. Yep. But just don't be yep. don't be two different people and be back and forth.
1: <laughs> exactly, because fish, there are pastors out here who aren't married who get a lot of cooch a lot of coochie thrown at them and they Like seriously, I mean they're not married. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know they say no sex before marriage, but you know, God will still let us in heaven. You know? <laughs> so. But you're like, but they're right. Like, just don't be married. If yeah. You want to have different women. That's still not right. But it's just, and I, and I haven't. Has his wife spoken out about this most recent episode? She's doing the same thing
0: as the last one. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but I mean, I think like what you were saying, which was such a good point about lacking, because that automatically it made me think of what's her name, Wayne to It's hell, Nicole Robin? Murphy. The whole thing.
1: Um, Terry McMillan.
0: No, with Nicole Murphy.
1: Um, Lele Rashan.
0: Yes, Lila Rashan. How she has stayed with him, and that wasn't his first time. He had had a child on her prior to that. And again, right. I just want to preface it like, let like, just like you did. I understand that things happen within a relationship, and I'm not saying that. A woman is wrong for choosing to stay with her husband if he has a slip-up. It's none of my business. I understand that things go on. You have discussions. But I just think everybody just needs to be on the same page. That if she is thinking that you're going to recoup, learn, and be committed and you agree into that and this is what the marriage is supposed to be, then kudos. But if you lying saying that you are changed and you're doing something else and she still thinks that you're going to be this loyal person, then that is a problem. That is an yeah. issue. And it just made me wonder because I hated, I hated when that was going on with Leela because mm. I felt like people totally cast him to the side and was focusing on her weight gain. And was saying, well, she just yep. let herself
1: go. <laughs> yep. Girl, people are people are mean and nasty. Yeah. Nasty. yeah. I forgot all about that, Keisha. I, I really did. And, you know, to your point of throwing him to the side, they were focused on Nicole Murphy. Nicole Murphy, she was wrong, too. But, like, yeah. yo, homeboy, bring him back in, you know?
0: Right. He's the one who had to answer to someone. Nicole was being a single, not... Rightfully minded person, but she don't owe nobody nothing. Mm-hmm. Honestly, he does.
1: Is Lila still with her boy? Yeah, she's still with him. Bad. But you know what? Side note, Lila Bashan was bad. Yeah, she bad. that
0: chick, she was that
1: chick. <laughs> like bad. She I was, was. watching um, Boomerang the other day on BET, of course, the edited version. And she was bad, even mm-hmm. went to a tail. yeah Bad. Yeah. Yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. I and mean, she's still a pretty woman. I she mean, is. she is. She is. You know? You like, know who else is, um,
0: who was bad during that time and I forgot about it? I was on, I forget what I was on and they were doing like an
1: archive. Biblical Fox. Yes. She was. <laughs> she, she was. Like, and Biblica is still bad. Um, but yeah, biblical was bad. She was. Who was another baddie back then? Nia Long. Nia Long has always been bad.
0: Like, I was oh, talking to my brother the other day. I felt like Nia Long was the prettiest in Friday. And I said, yeah, Remember in would. Friday when they were about to fight Debo? Nia just had on a jogging suit. She had
1: on a sweatshirt and some sweatpants with a red lip and was still yeah. looking yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Nia, she, she was bad. Still was bad. Yeah. She was bad. Some baddies. <laughs> And I don't know like what their skin regimen is I know but they're mid 40s so keisha we're we're still early 30s but <laughs> I just pray to God that you know he sprinkles that whatever he sprinkled on them onto us because in my mid 40s I'm trying to be propncy
0: I know I know I want to be like, like um I want to be like uh what's her name Angela
1: girl so okay Angela auntie Angela. She's an underrated actress as well. And I don't know why she doesn't have an Oscar. She is. She should have got one for, um. What's for, Love to do, do With It? I, I had, had David
0: watch that with me. David had never seen that movie. But he was like, oh my God, this is so good. And I was like, you yeah. never saw this? The memes, eat the cake, anime. Yes. Like, hello.
1: Lauren <laughs> should have got an Oscar too. Be yeah. Ike Turner. <laughs> I mean, we mean Larry? You know, Larry <laughs> got a name for himself and then changed his name to Lawrence. I don't <laughs> they were both amazing. Amazing. But thanks Angela, it's probably her diet that has her looking like that. I think so. She works she out. She's her mother's age. Yeah, she works out. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, did, I be looking at her age. husband,
0: Courtney, like, <laughs> how Courtney be handling that woman?
1: Girl, he, he doing something. <laughs> 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 he doing something. And he looks good, too. I mean, you can tell he's aging. You, yeah. you can tell Courtney B. He's yeah. aging. Have you watched yeah. his new show?
0: What new show? Lovecraft Country.
1: It's on HBO. Oh, on HBO? Yeah. I'm going to wait till all of the episodes come on TV. Mm. And then I'm going to order HBO and then cancel it within, like, two, three days. Because <laughs> I've, I've exhausted all my email accounts to get a free... Uh, Trial subscription to HBO. Mm-hmm. But I heard it's really good. Isn't really Journey good.
0: Smollett in it? Yeah, she looks beautiful. Gorgeous. She's everything. It? So gorgeous.
1: Speaking of mm-hmm. Journey Smollett, do you remember that show her and her brothers and
0: sisters had? On our own? Yeah,
1: nobody else remembers that. i I'm remember, that. You remember
0: it. I remember that. Speaking Go of which, him? did you see her brother giving that interview today talking about? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes. I always say juicy smut juicy Sm- smoke, <laughs> When Dave Chappelle was saying that in his stand-up, but um, yeah, he was he was still claiming his innocence, and um, he was saying how the investigation—he's he can't give too much information because um, they're still in litigation—but he was still like claiming his innocence.
1: what if he really is innocent, though? That is very
0: odd if he is.
1: <laughs> but he he's been cleared of all charges, though, right?
0: Um, I think that they didn't. They had like try to press charges against him because he was like wasting
1: taxpayers' money. Girl, I don't I know. Is I stopped following it because I'm like it's just too much other stuff going on in the world. <laughs> like I just stopped following it. But I do know this though: that season one of um, Empire was everything. I stopped watching that. For season two. They just started doing too
0: much. It got too soap opera like.
1: I stopped. And girl, my seventy-two-year-old daddy lives and dies by Empire. Watched every really? season.
0: Really. I can't get into it. I just can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't. It's gone off now, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Huh. Yeah, I can't. It's your good on. But good. that's that's how I felt towards the end with Power. Like, I was like, I can't. I, I
1: can't. So, speaking of Power, did you watch the uh, spinoff this past mm-hmm. Saturday? No. Keisha, do you not want to watch it? Uh, eh. Okay, so I felt the exact same way you did, <laughs> but I didn't have anything to watch this past Sunday night. So let me like, just give it a try. It's actually pretty good.
0: Like, which Now, who who is this? Because there's supposed to right? be a bunch of
1: spinoffs, right?
0: So which one is this one?
1: This is the one about uh, Tyreek. It's solely focused on Tyreek. And he's trying to get Tasha out of prison. And the Man. Ooh, Clifford. That oh, yeah, the
0: Man. I, yeah. He is
1: mm-hmm. Tasha's uh, lawyer. Mary J. Blige, she's in it as well. It's it's really good, hmm. like. And Mary J. Blige, you know, she can act when she wants to. Yeah, she can. And in this particular series, she wants to. So it's it's pretty decent. It, I'm very surprised at the fact that it's it's a pretty decent, not decent. It's more than decent. It's a good show. Hmm. Like Courtney Kemp, she knows exactly what she's doing. And I also like that they did not change up the theme song, or how
0: is this is this, um. Trace songs, or is who is this?
1: Oh, girl, it's Joe. Oh, it's, it's Joe.
0: Joe. Okay. Why do they put Trace, inserted
1: Trace songs in there anyways? I don't I, don't I didn't know. understand that. I don't know. Like, that wasn't, no. But, speaking of Joe, Joe was underrated, too, as a male vote. Joe was underrated. He was. Very underrated.
0: Yeah. Very. Because I love that I Wanna Know song.
1: Yes. So, you know who he's married to, right? Who? So, she was on Flavor of Love. What? <laughs>
0: I'm
1: gonna send you a screenshot. Oh my god! This, I mean, this is not a really a this is a broad description, but light skin and big natural hair. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, mm-hmm. our last topic before we wrap up, Tamar, <laughs> and it's so interesting because <clears throat> I don't know. I just always thought Tamar was a very interesting girl um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was also very troubled, and mm-hmm. I felt like there was so much more to the story that maybe we weren't privy to because I remember when she was married, I didn't even know he was abusive until they weren't married anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, physically abusive towards her. Like, her mom even, like, co-signed that. Miss Evelyn?
1: Yes. I did not know and Herbert, really.
0: Right, right. Wow. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No. And so, um, you know, sometimes I used to think like, oh, I wonder if it's just because Tamar is the baby that she like throws her tantrums and she acts like that. Or is it like she, I felt like she really wanted to be like a Beyonce for sure. But I will tell you this. I saw her when I went to Essence Festival and for some reason they put her before Jill Scott, why I don't know, and Tamar lip synced. Yeah, she lip synced for her set, but when Jill Scott came out, she was singing opera a cappella. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mhm. But anyway, so currently what's going on is we know that she had the attempted suicide. Her boyfriend had found her. So we thought, "Oh, you know, maybe she got a good man now, they're in a good relationship." And now recently He's filed a retraining order against her. She's saying that he was being vindictive and was trying to control her. She had the show coming out, Get Your Life on on Wee. But now she's oh, yeah. ended her relationship with Wee and she will no longer work with them forever, they said.
1: Wait, what? Was this like a Wee decision? Or was this a Tamar decision? A both. Oh, um, my heart. Oh, okay.
0: So it makes me wonder, like, What's going on?
1: Oh, hi. <laughs> so, <laughs> going back to the your experience at Essence, I actually saw her, and she was headlining it, too. It was at the Tabernacle. You know, mm-hmm. the Tabernacle is set up like an MTV unplugged situation. Mm-hmm. And she sang live. And I'm like, wow, shut me up. Shut me all the way up, Tamar. And some of your viewers will probably disagree with me, but Vocally, she, she got Tony Vocally.
0: No. Ah. Tony Candace. Tony. Tony Love should have brought you home last night.
1: Girl, girl, okay, let me let me okay. Let me be a little bit more <laughs> As far as her range and her different octaves, Tate Market hit all them octaves. Tony doesn't. Even though Tony Braxton is a legend, don't get me wrong. Yes. Tony Braxton is a legend. I mean, legendary. But I'm talking about range in octaves. Tony no, Tony ain't got that much. I bet no, you did. I go, bet you this. She Tony could
0: come, come out from the back eating fried chicken and go sing, and I bet you Tamar could not.
1: <laughs> so, no, like I. I think Tamar could, though. You think you know, Tamar I'm like, no, could? I'm, I'm so serious. Because I, I was surprised when you said she sang over a track at Essence. She did. Because I saw her at the Tabernacle, I was like, I think I might like her more now. Because you know, I, I love vocals. Yeah. I love, love vocals. And I wish you were with me. I'm going to see if I can find a clip of her singing live. But vocally, Tamar, she, I, I got to give it to her. Yeah. But I do agree with you with the fact that, you know, she wanted to. I don't want to say she wanted to be Beyonce, but I think she saw her her career on that status. And do you remember, like back in the mid nineties, she actually had a song. I remember she, she.
0: I remember what her album cover looked like, but I don't remember the song.
1: She had on like I think she had on like um like those blue sweatpants mm-hmm. and like the sports bra that we people used to wear back then. That was so cute. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Now, regarding her whole situation with this guy. And this is probably a very... This is a sensitive subject because I don't know what she's going through. Right. Um, I don't know her from a can of pain. I don't know that man from a can of pain. But when news broke that she had an attempted... Alleged suicide attempt, I don't know why my mind automatically went to was homeboy the catalyst.
0: Oh, you know what I thought you were going to say? I thought you were going to say your mind went to Fantasia when she did.
1: Okay. Keisha, you know how I feel about Fantasia Marino. And that's going to take me. I don't want to get off subject. Um, (laughs) Fantasia. Okay. That's like a whole. Because I I was watching
0: her show when that happened, when Fantasia had a show on VH1. And I remember people had often said was that was the publicity stunt. Cause it was nope. over that guy that she was dating that worked at Sprint or whatever, and I <laughs> the
1: just T-Mobile store.
0: <laughs> that, and the that was a mess. Was that not a mess, Candace? Then in, was, in the white suit, you know Fantasia. I Fantasia. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like I and I don't honestly, um, Keisha. I I don't feel like that was a publicity stunt. Um, Fantasia, she wanted to be loved. Yeah. And she knew that. And, you know, I I stand for Fantasia to the day I die. But when you're wrong, you're wrong. Yeah. And she knew that man was married. Mm. And we don't know what he told her. Right. He probably said, oh, we're separate. Even if you separated, you're still married. Right. Um. So I think that attempt, Fantasia, that was a cry for help. And Fantasia just, Fantasia wanted to be loved. She still wants to be loved. You know, I know she's happy and in love now with her current husband. But that... You know what? Now that you bring that up, I wonder if that was a cry for help for Tamar. Because you know Tamar and Fantasia are really close. Did you know that? They're friends. They're friends. I didn't know that. So, um, I wonder... This was definitely a cry for help for Tamar. And again, my mind went to... Was this dude the Catalyst? Um, and, you know, I'm an animated person. Even though we all are animated mm-hmm. in our own right. hmm But Tamar is animated on a whole different level. She is. And usually you're overcompensating for something. Right. And I've, I've always, you know, liked her energy. It was just a little bit. It was even too much for me, but I've always liked She's it. She's extra. But watching it and seeing it, again, I don't know her. But I always thought, okay... Something you overcompensate for something? What's up? Right. What's up? So she has some. She has some. I don't want to use this term, but she probably has some dark, deep-seated, rooted demons that she of her relationships. Do you remember? You used to watch Braxtons, the show. I did. I did. Do you
0: remember when she was on tour and her sisters <coughs> tried to surprise her and come on stage, and she had got mad and cussed them out and had her assistant escort them out the building? Her sisters.
1: Yep. Yep. Your sisters. Y'all came out of the same cooch. Right. Close. And
0: I just always wondered, like, why is she that way? And again, like, I can't clinically diagnose her. I don't know her. I don't know her symptoms. And to be able to say that, and I do wish her well. I wish she gets a recovery. I hope that she gets Mm -hmm. the the help that she needs. And I know that her son loves her and wants to have her as a mother. Um, and again, I hate when things get exploited. Like, I hate how it is out there or how we do know that her and her boyfriend are having this whole thing. Like, I am, even like when Chris Brown, that whole stuff came out with him. I am someone- Rihanna? A little bit of Rihanna and a little bit just like, when Chris Brown was just going on that whole years of being bad or whatever you want to call it, just doing stuff- and I, I loved Chris Brown, the artist, like his songs yeah, yeah. and how he dances and his, his presence. But I do yeah. feel like sometimes what goes on in their personal lives can overshadow the talent. And it yeah. makes me miss the days where we didn't know nothing about these artists. We just yes. saw them show up and we know they were alcoholic. We know that they- married. I love Mary, Mary, the group but when i found out she voted for trump done like i could not listen to another song by, by her girl that that tina yes i, I prayed for her girl that thing that thing got a
1: nasty attitude
0: didn't had an attitude because she voted for trump yeah,
1: but what? okay not an excuse wasn't she clinically diagnosed with
0: something as well who tina is tina i, I don't know mm.
1: girl, it's, it's crazy But, again, you you never know what people are going through.
0: No, you don't. You don't. You just
1: never know. And I was having this conversation the other day with one of my girlfriends. You know, I always say, I don't judge people. But in reality, we all judge folks. Right. I mean, we really do. So, I mean, I try not to judge. But we're human. But, again, like, you just never know what folks are going through. Right. I mean, you just never know. Yeah. You know, even, you know, with you, with me, like, you just never know. You know what I'm saying? So. And the world is just so crazy right now that we have to, have to be kind to people. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. takes so much more energy to be rude and nasty right? than to just be a decent human being.
0: Right. right. Be decent. I agree. Right. You're right. You want
1: to go to heaven, right? So just be decent. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
0: Right. And on that note, have you listened to Scissor's new song? SZA got a new song?
1: scissor yeah. I have not, and you know what? Title did give me a notification. I just haven't, I haven't listened to it yet. I I I've been Tidal. like on a sabbatical from social media and stuff. I'll be back next Thursday. Yeah. So um, this title lets yeah,
0: you gonna... like share playlists with other title people because I have You're a playlist. Oh, good. I'm gonna I'm gonna start sharing my playlist with you. Okay. And you share yours with mine too. Share your
1: workout one with me. And I'm going to share some with um. I'm going to share my playlist with you as well. Okay. But girl, my playlist is like, you go from gospel to ratchet to trap to army. (laughs) Like it's just, it doesn't have a theme. It just doesn't. You're going to be like, Candice, what's going on here? It it doesn't. It's going to be all over the place, girl
0: well thank you so much for being on the show Candace I'm so appreciative of um, thank you Thank you for having me <laughs> This was fun I, I love this you this so much fun. like I
1: really do <laughs> I do thank <laughs> for having me This was a joy
0: in mind Scared to admit my shortcomings left to
1: overdraft in this effect, declining Quicker than we started Evidence, we misaligned And not I get more in love with you each other, Something wrong with me, I like the way you screw your face